Hello. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to And, and Remember, Remember We Love You. <laughs> and since we last spoke, um, we now actually have an Instagram page. Woo-hoo. For real, for real. Tell them. Go ahead. Throw um, it out there. <laughs> so it's at Kim and Kendra Love You. And let me look. Let me look to make yeah, sure. I think there's some underscores mm, on Girl, that probably. <laughs> You know, I don't know. You need to know, honey. Okay. So, <laughs> since y'all need to know, it actually is... Oh, yeah. It, thanks, Kendra. It's Kim underscore, underscore and underscore Kendra underscore love underscore you. K-I-M underscore A-N-D underscore K-E-N-D-R-A underscore Love, L-O-V-E, underscore U, Y-O-U. Okay, okay. So that's where you can find us. Yes, progress, people. I know, <laughs> I know. We're doing it. We're really, for real, for real doing it. So, firstly, thank you guys for coming back mm-hmm. and listening to us. Um, we are going to be talking about what today, Kim? Today we're talking about... Da-da-da-da... <laughs> Black History Month, and this might be a two-parter, um, instead of, we could be talking about Valentine's Day and um, romance and such with, <laughs> as a mom, um, but we're actually, today we're going to talk about Black History Month. Yes. Um, so, Avi, obviously, if you've seen our pictures or know us, because if you're listening, you probably already know us, <laughs> one of our friends. Um, so, you know, we're black, we're, we're black, black, y'all, we're black. <laughs> Um, and so we're just, I saw this interesting thread on Twitter. Um, this woman who I love to follow, her name is, uh, Kimia Tube, Kim Love. I first learned about her years ago because she's like a natural hair guru. She's got really long hair. She has products that she does that she, um, that her company does, but I'm also interested in her tweets about motherhood and her whole thing that she is is about black women getting the best deal that they can get out of life awesome that is her she doesn't pretend to be for any other group mm-hmm. uh, or even black men she doesn't even pretend to be for black she is about black women doing whatever we need to have live our best lives that she's like awesome. i'm a princess and i want to see more black people black women living carefree princess lives that's awesome and we are pro all women but yeah this, at this time we're gonna talk about about, about black, black women, women since we are in black history and we are black women or and for this episode in particular we're also talking about if you are a white parent or other parent of a black or biracial child yes because that so that's what because that yeah that's you know important. transracial adoption or you know uh you don't you all know this because y'all know me but in case this is sometime in the future and people are listening to this episode who don't know us um my husband is not black. <laughs> In the words of Amanda Seals, he is a person who happens to be white. Um, so he's white. So, you know, some these topics would be of interest to him because he's raising a biracial child. Right. So, um, Kim Love at Kimiatube on Twitter, K-I-M-M-A-Y-T-U-B-E. She was tweeting about how her child is learning, her child is seven, mm-hmm. and he's learning about slavery in school and how heartbreaking it is for him. And he was crying, um, and just like, so he learned about it in school, and then his dad showed him a picture of back in the day when there were whites and coloreds only, um, water fountains and such, or everything really. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
you know, she said, I, I knew that this day would come and I've tried to prepare him for it. I know he'll be okay and that this is part um, of growing up black in America. Hmm. And she, so she's talking about what she's going to do, you know, reading books and getting him prepared that way. Mm-hmm. But then she asks a question, um, scrolling down the timeline. Um, well, she, she says about slavery in particular, she says, personally, I don't think children should be taught about American slavery until ages eight or nine. Mm-hmm. This allows the parent to make the decision and ease them into it. Um, but if you check out what some educators slash race relations experts think, they endorse talking to kids earlier about slavery. Um, sorry, y'all. And um, talking about kids earlier. Uh, talking to kids earlier about slavery. Um, so, but then she goes on later in the thread to say, but there's not a whole lot that she has found of evidence-based ways to approach talking mm-hmm. to our children yeah. in particular about these issues and like the long-term effect of how we introduce those issues to them on their self-esteem. Mm-hmm. So I guess this conversation, I want to talk to you since your kids are older about how you first introduced the converse, the idea, the concept of race to your kids and, um, I don't know, just talking about Okay, that. so first things first, the idea of race with my children, we never even talked about it, even to this day. And No, I take that back. We talked about race once um, they learned about uh, slavery in school. I didn't think that they were going to learn about it as early as How they did. How old were they? But um, I think it was like first grade, I want to wow, say. Wow, that's early. But let me tell you this. With race and kids, when my kids went to school, and even now, they still say brown, uh, chocolate, peach, caramel. They don't see like, oh, they're black, we're black, we're white, da, da, da. Even in, in our African-American community, they see us as we are all these different shades of colors. And they, see, they make that with everybody. Your Everybody's daughter. a different shade of color. And so they say peach. Yeah. They say brown. It's so funny. So they're not as um, how we as adults are separate each other, like black and white. They don't. They're like everybody's a different color. Well, I think that, well, I will say that when my joy, when she was younger, your daughter, at one point, I don't know, I guess, I don't know when. She had to be, uh, I don't know. My husband and I have been together like. 10 years almost. Kendra's been married for 10 years and mm-hmm. me and my husband have been nigga. Anyway, and my husband's white as we have now established. Mm-hmm. At one point, my joy said to me, why is Uncle Jason, I don't remember if she said white or why is he not black? She probably said, why is he not black? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, uh, because, I don't know, people are different. People are different. And I think she already knew the answer. Mm-hmm. She was just... Yeah. Because she's so smart. I think yeah, she was just asking me to... I don't know why she was asking me. I, I think just being a child, you're yeah. just curious. But, um, but yeah, they just see it as that. Now, I want to go back... Before I get into the, my kids, I want to go back to my experience with learning about our American history and slavery. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you guys, me and Kim, we were military children. So our first um, experiences with other people um, and other races, we were around a lot of Caucasian people growing up. Let's just be real. British specifically for me. At one time, yeah, because we were stationed in England first, then we came... 
Louisiana? No, we went to Mississippi. Well, where I went to school, it was in Louisiana. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, I remember being, like, one of maybe three black kids in a class of 20. Yeah. <laughs> so... But my perception of people, it was just like they were people. It wasn't we were black and they were white. They were people and they were all my friends. And they were all so nice to me. Mm-hmm. And then I remember, like, I think maybe second grade, first grade, second grade, third mm-hmm. grade, learning about slavery. And I remember just being so angry with all white people. <laughs> and it was so crazy because I went from just, oh, I love everybody. And white people have shown me so much love, Caucasian people. We were all friends to, I hate these people. (laughs) And I carried that for not a long time, but I just remember a a couple months just like just being so angry and like, why did they even tell me that? And then I had a white friend named, uh, God, what was that girl's name? I'm not going to, I just came to me, but I'm not going to say her name. But I remember her, she cried in class when we learned about it. And she was like, why were people so mean? And it almost, in a way, it's like, gosh, do we have to, like, put this on kids? Like, I think history is is good. And we do need to learn our history to know, you know, what happened and how to move forward. Right. But, and to get some perspective. But age appropriate. See, and she says this, she says this, Kimmy YouTube says this. It is, a, it is as if our race relations experts are more concerned with making our children future activists than protecting their mental health. Yes. And I'm not saying I don't want my child to be an activist, but when they're so young. Yeah. Yes. I, it's, it's, it's. I don't know. It's kind of scary to me because I remember, I can still remember being furious. Mm -hmm. And then I can also remember my best friend who, again, was Caucasian. I remember her, she just burst out in tears in the classroom. And I think we were like in first grade, either first or second grade. And I was, I, now that I'm older, I'm like, why would they even tell us this at so at such a young, tender age where we're just learning right. to deal with our, well, not even learn to deal with our emotions. We're just feeling what our emotions are. Right. And then they have so much rage. They have so much rage. I remember rage. having so much rage. Like, what in the world? These white people done done to my people. And see, my <laughs> sister and I are very different. So her... She's a Scorpio. It yes. Mean, oh. And I'm a Pisces. <laughs> so, like, her first reaction is rage. And mine was, I think, I, I think mine was, like, sadness and also sort of, like, embarrassment, if we're being real. Like, not embarrassed about being a black person, but at, to learn so early, like just feeling embarrassed mm-hmm. for your ancestors, mm-hmm. because the pictures that I was shown, I remember being shown, this wasn't in our home, just like at school with mostly white teachers, um, the pictures and the context around it mm-hmm. di- wasn't... It wasn't done in a way that was empowering. Mm-hmm. And so for me, for me, the the first feeling was of like, man, I feel bad and then embarrassed that they mm-hmm. have to, had to experience this when I should have felt embarrassed for the slavers because mm-hmm. they're the ones who had the shame, right. not the people who were enslaved. Exactly. Um, but 
I just, so when do you think is the best age to talk to your children about, when will you talk to them for real, for real, about well, the horrors of slavery and the Middle Passage and all of that? Well, we have, well, we have, you were asking me about race. Yeah. Like, just as in separation and things like that. We have talked to them um, about slavery. Now, I must say, um, times are different than when me and you were small yeah, versus people my are kids. better. They didn't teach my kids in such a horrific way about slavery, but Good. it was brought up. So my kids' questions were more like, well, uh, me and my friend, my you know, who's Peach, we can sit together now and we can use the same water fountain. So why was it like that, you know, back then? And I had to explain to them, like, there were just some uh, people who just were mean and treated people differently on the color, by the color of their skin. And, um... One book we got, and I also, I tell my children, teach my children about, like, all Mm -hmm. about different cultures. It wasn't just our culture that was persecuted and discriminated against. See, that's And, like, my son, he is eight, and he's reading this uh, Gandhi book. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, my God, why were they doing this to him? Just because he was Indian? Mm -hmm. Like, even though my son was like, he went to school, he was a lawyer, he was kind, and they did that to him, Mm -hmm. Mom? And I'm like, yeah. Or Irish, and they're famines and how the British treated them. That is a really good point, Kendra. So I make sure to try and, you know, open their eyes and in doing that, tell them that, hey, they did that. You know, this is the history, but we don't want to repeat the same thing. And we don't need to be angry. We don't need to be upset. We can learn from it and we can grow from it and we can value each other and each other's differences. And, um... Yeah, it, but it's just so many layers. It's so many layers to this and talking and to your kids about it. And you have to, I think, fill out when they're ready. I agree. You really have to fill it out because my daughter, she's super, super smart. She is. But she is super sensitive. She's like so me. So I could actually talk to my son about something right. before her, even though her intellectually, she's like a genius. I mean, not... I mean, she's really smart. I'll say that. Not, I'm not trying to toot my own horn or nothing like that. But her sensitivity sensitivity level is a lot higher than my son's. Right. That's you know, he point. can kind of just brush stuff off. But That's she's like, oh my, she's, you know, she'll really feel it Think emotionally. About it. On an emotional side. Yeah. So what were you going to say? Sorry. No, I think what, another thing that you said. So you said that you teaching them about it in the global context, I think that is an awesome point. And I also think while we teach them not to be angry, we also teach them, like I would teach Marshall that to um, also not be a bystander to injustice. Because a lot of the, because most people weren't slave, most people weren't enslaving other humans. Mm -hmm. They just weren't. Mm -hmm. But, most people were allowing it to happen. happen. Exactly. exactly. You know, so if you see injustice mm-hmm. broadly, mm-hmm. Um, you know, being able to identify it as such and also not wanting to be one of those bystanders that allowed, that mm-hmm. helped to allow the enslavement of... Yes, yes, you're right. Millions. Absolutely. I think the other thing that is really important... Um, I think it was either Kimmy YouTube or another mom that I follow on Twitter uh, talked about the importance of building up the child's racial self-esteem mm-hmm. early. Yeah. Um, so 
so that when they do learn about slavery mm-hmm. and or the enslavement, that they can also already have this very strong sense of self and culture to know, mm-hmm. well, yeah, That's that right. happened, but it was in the but these things also happened and we've also done this this and this um so part of that for us in building marshall's racial identity um you know and you did it too with your children making sure we have books that are diverse and that are specifically have kids that look like him in the books Mm -hmm. um we also if y'all don't know about uh akili on youtube and you have small children of color and white kids because i think white kids need to see um all you need to see um images of black carefree kids on tv or cartoons um i can't recommend uh i can't recommend enough um and me marshall loves little akili she's got little corn rolls and that's on youtube it's on youtube is it on anywhere else well no just youtube but she just got a they just got a website so i can buy him some stuff from there uh bino and fino yeah i know bill cosby you know yeah but little bill it's good so like we one thing that's better now than it was even you know just when we were younger is that there are more ways to find cartoons and books and, and just culturally people are more aware and people are um it's nowadays it's people want to be black you look at black panther you look at the pride well, in black people I don't you look agree at with that. i think everybody well we ain't going to get into cultural appropriation and all that what stuff. do they say they want, the, people they want they want they want our rhythm but not our blues okay well either or there is a a taking to our culture yeah if you want to steal it black culture is american culture there is is a pride to our culture yeah i agree with that i guess (laughs) (laughs) but i'm just saying like when we were small and i love disney i love the little mermaid i love the lion king i loved all that but it's cool to see um take my kids to the, see the Spider-Man and see Miles uh, Morales. Oh, who is right, black. right, right, you know right, what right, I mean? right. It is cool to see my kids just, uh, uh, see Black Panther with the all-black cast. Wakanda forever! Hello? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think that, I, th- I love, I love that about um, today. Yeah. Versus back in the day, you really didn't see that. No, you didn't. And even on, um, even though I don't recommend, like, a lot of Disney shows and things like that, uh, a lot of these shows do are having full black cast or a multiracial multiracial cast. cast. Yeah. So I mean, hey, that makes it so that helps round out the experience. So it's not just like mm-hmm. black folks was slaves. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And and that's how. And that's I, I'm also really grateful for the way um, historians and. And professors have sort of changed the way that we speak about slavery and the way people learn about slavery. slavery. Because I learned, when I was learning this stuff, it was, and then they were slaves. Right. And now we talk about, you know, people who were enslaved. Yeah. You know, it's that that sort of people first language that first came out of the disability culture. That had Right. Mm -hmm. Created a new narrative. So we're not looking, when we learn about them we're not learning about them as slaves because that's they were people People, and they were enslaved but they were 
people. That's right. So I'm, I'm really grateful at how even in the last 10 years, mm-hmm. language has shifted in the way we talk about um, slavery. Absolutely. And so that makes it easier when we're talking to our kids about it. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's... Um, Wow, that yeah. 20 minutes yeah, went by, like, this will be a two-part episode. Yes. So, please listen and go to our Instagram, and we'll continue talking about this issue, because there's a couple of more um, things I want to talk to my sister about with this, and mm-hmm. then we'll talk a little bit more in the next um, half of this episode, just about, for me, having mm-hmm. a child who is biracial and yeah. how uh, you know his racial identity is biracial you know mm-hmm. so we'll talk about what that's like because uh, in Arkansas biracial children are one of the fastest growing yes. growing demographics yeah yeah that's so, true anyway happy black history month thank you guys for Wakanda listening forever. yeah Wakanda forever <laughs> we will see well we'll talk to you guys in the next um podcast it'll be part two to this we're gonna have to wrap this up because guess what it's mom life and we gotta we got some things we gotta get to <laughs> but we hope you guys enjoyed this and we look forward to coming back on part two and guess what always remember we, we love, love you, you.